0: Pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches.
1: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum Card...
0: Right this way.
1: It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amax.
2: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast.
1: Welcome to Locatora Radio season nine. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives.
2: This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories we're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us with new segments correspondence and a brand new sound season nine is kicking off with an intimate interview with grammy award-winning singer-songwriter natalia laforcade what's giving you hope right now well when i see what music does to people
4: The NFL season is rolling right along and DraftKings as an official sports betting partner of the NFL is bringing you all the action and all the best deals. Look me in the eye. If you somehow have not signed up for DraftKings yet, well, I got a great deal for you. Download the app, use the promo code TBOB, T-B-O-B. And when you bet $5 on any NFL game, you get $200 in bonus bets. Instantly, what you can then go play with. But T Bob, I love snaps. I love you, and I've already signed up. Well, guess what? DraftKings is taking care of all their customers throughout spooky season as you get game day sweeteners the entire month of October. So, whether you're new, whether you've been around here for a while, DraftKings is the most fun place to play. It's taking care of you. Again, if you're signing up for the first time, promo code T Bob. NFL bet nets you $200 in bonus bets instantly. So let's have some fun watching the games this spooky season. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for a problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas, Lightsee Partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 or older. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftKings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yo, what's happening, everybody? Welcome in. Welcome in for a brand new episode of Snap Shout Out. Everybody, B.A., Charlie, John, Goat Dog, everybody else hanging out in the chat with us right now. Uh, As always, YouTube.com slash at Volume Snaps. If you want to hang out with us live every day now, noon central, 1 Eastern, you can come do that. Uh, Very happy to be back there after having to take a little break. Thanks to some, you know, stuff above our pay grade, but we pumped to be
3: back, boys. Aaron, what's up, dude? How are we feeling today? Good. Besides, my eye is back, but other than that, we're, we're, we're good to go, T-Bob. Feeling good. <laughs> Ready for the weekend. Ready for these games.
4: Uh, uh, John A. Schultz says, T-Bob, saw you on Andy Staple Show talking about Kentucky. Can't get enough of Stupid the Cats, can you? No, uh, you look, I, no, no. Andy had you're, me on. You're Kentucky no. hater number one guys Andy had me on to do a show what do you want me to say on oh, my other shows I talked too much about Kentucky so I'm not gonna do it now that would look don't get me wrong there's an Andy Kaufman level of comedy there that I do appreciate if I just like shut him down I was like nah man sorry can't fucking do it I already talked Kentucky this week I'm done you should. But, you should but like, I'm
3: not, go, again, if you want my opinion on Kentucky, I did two shows of it with Murray on Snap. So go go watch <laughs> yeah, your research.
4: Exactly. Your research. No, I mean, we're not actually previewing Kentucky-Mizzou today. I am fascinated in that game. Aaron, I, I see do. through your bets that you too like Mizzou. I, do. I don't know if I'm being a prisoner moment. I like Mizzou. What I do like is I've named this the toilet bowl. Okay. It's drink piss versus poops. Eli drink piss and Mark poops who will reign supreme. Get it? Cause what do you have both their names Eli? Be... Oh what no, 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 no. Nothing. nothing. Eli's awesome. Okay. I'm sure Stoops is awesome too. That's just funny to me that both their names make bathroom jokes like that. Um, It's actually not the toilet bowl. It's actually the battle for who's probably second best in the East, depending on what happens with Tennessee. So it's actually kind of a sneaky, good game. Maybe yeah. if Kentucky's any good, whatever, God dang it. See, look, you did it again, John, this is your fault. Um, Charlie Shepard brings it up, Aaron. Well, T-Bob, I guess you're going to be right about UGA this season. They mm-hmm. have the Drake curse now. So I was very surprised when I woke up this morning, get in my office, I'm prepping for my morning show. And I get a text from my buddy, uh, or in my high school friend group text. And it said T-Bob plus Drake, Georgia, done. absolutely done
3: for. Yeah. So, uh, it was a good ride boys, but you know, and it was all, all good things got to come to an end they do they do i mean listen it, it's i don't know if it's the, the the minnesota team of the 30s setting some curse if or it's michigan if it's t bob whatever it is like i don't know who paid drake to put that damn shirt on with the g on it but we all know what happens when jake rocks your gear you ain't gonna win it's just it's almost undefeated at this point so yeah it's been fun um You know, save it for next year. When college football changes, Texas Oklahoma will come to the conference. Like, save a little bit of juice, Kirby. It's fine. I would say, well, here's the question,
4: though. Is is the, like, if Georgia makes the national championship and loses, is that the Drake curse? Or is the Drake curse like they're even going to lose the
3: SEC? I thought you were about to say, are they going to lose this weekend to Vanderbilt? Like that would no, no, that would no, be, no, no. That would have been that. That would be Drake's finest moment if Georgia loses to Vanderbilt, a yeah. team that <laughs> has not scored a touchdown on Georgia in five straight games. If that happened, I would I would be terrified every time Drake puts anything on at that point. Um, well, look, yeah, I, I do want to. I think if they don't win a championship, it, it, it the curse is alive. Based on the okay, well, I do want to uh, go ahead and yes.
4: I, I, I want to do two things. First off, I mean, I don't think you're going to win a championship, so that's not surprising to me that Drake's doing this. And secondly, uh, I do want to go ahead and pre-congratulate all Georgia fans on dominating Vanderbilt so you don't get mad at me when I'm not impressed next week. We're all very impressed with your stats you put up, Carson and Bowers. Your are 150 yeah. and everything else. We're all We're all very happy for you. Today on the show... Well, here we got five games to talk about, or six games. We're going to touch on Stanford, Colorado for like two seconds. Then we got USC at Notre Dame. Let's freaking go. Oregon at Washington. LSU, Auburn at LSU. My bad for mixing it up. Miami at UNC. And, uh, and that'll be it. It's going to be a fun show. Um, as always, if you could like, subscribe, that really helps us. The road to 7K continues. Help out the boys. Uh, if you Google Stamps Podcast, share with your friends. Rate and review on Apple, Spotify, whatever. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Stanford, Colorado. Um, to me, Aaron, I, I obviously Colorado, I mean, Colorado's at home. I think they yeah. win the game. The bigger question is, do they cover the 10.5? And, and with the news that it looks like Travis Hunter will be returning, I would smash this. I will be smashing it. Um, I, I love Colorado in a home spot here. Stanford's bad. I like Troy Taylor, their coach that they hired. Uh, but Sanford's is not any good, quite frankly. And I think Colorado is good. I still think Colorado's going to win eight games. Most importantly, Aaron, if Colorado beats Sanford on Friday, the four and a half win total. Mm. Over, it's, let's go. Payday for your boy.
3: Uh, Sanford is the worst pass defense in the Pac 12 right now, giving up hey. over 300 yards per game. Like this, this is not a good spot for them uh, in this one. And, and you're on the road in Colorado. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a question of. Yeah, thank you, T. Bob, for putting the hat on. It's not a Vanderbilt mm-hmm. hat. It is a volume hat. It's not a question of if Colorado wins. In my mind, it is a question of do they cover the spread. I would say yes. I think you'll get yeah, I'm with you. a, a a very motivated team. That you know, at that point, then you have to win one more game to to to, get, to be both qualified. Uh, and and the, and, the, and and I think they understand that. Like you look at the rest of their schedule. UCLA is playing incredible right now. That's going to be a great game they have this weekend. That defense is is just tenacious. It's awesome. Oregon State, uh Washington State, Utah and Arizona has been kind of just just you know a little tougher than what most people expect. I mean, they almost beat, you know, took down Washington 2 weeks ago, only lost that game 31-24, uh then had a close game versus USC this past weekend. It's like that's not a given game. It's like you have to win on Friday night for Colorado if you want to make sure that you just find one more win this season to get to that six wins. So I think you'll see a team that's going to be urgent, playing with some urgency. I think they're going to dominate. So yeah, I would take them with the points too.
4: They beat in UCLA and they beat in Arizona Dog. Get, get ready, bro. Okay, get ready, Dion out here, man. Actually, credit but, to but UCLA. You but you don't
3: want to, you don't want to have
4: to win those two to go bowling. No, no, no. They're yeah, not going. They come out tonight. You,
3: they come out Friday
4: night hot. I know, I know that. And, and, and Greg Lamont says Stanford almost beat Arizona. Arizona is confusing. I agree. the The middle portion of the Pac twelve is all all very confusing. But I think there actually is a consistency to Colorado. Um, maybe, yeah. uh, well, I guess with Colorado State and Arizona, State, maybe that's not true. Shout out UCLA, though. Third in the country and stop rate right now chip mm-hmm. kelly getting it done with defense out there in the rose bowl all right uh let's talk usc at notre dame aaron murray two teams that have been um well i'd say two teams that actually have pretty ample reason to be tired yeah. uh notre dame more so certainly uh we talked about the at yesterday but traveling all the way to ireland to start then you go to raleigh There's the weather delays, which take Mm. forever. That turns a day game into a night game. That lasts for... You have the multiple ranked games in a row down to the wire, Ohio State on the road at Duke and on the road at Louisville. Now USC at home. But then at the same time, USC's coming off of a 2 a.m., you know, 2 a.m. our time at least, uh, triple overtime battle of their own against a team. And, and, And so it's... My instinct was to put my faith in Caleb Williams here, but the more I actually looked and thought and ruminated on this game, everything just kept coming up Notre Dame for me.
3: Yeah, and I was re-watching the the Arizona game from USC, and that defense just got their butt smacked over. I mean, remember when when we talked about before the Colorado game? You know, We we went back and watched all the USC defense, and and I texted you. I said, listen – I don't think they're that bad in the secondary. Yeah, they, 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 they can't tackle well, but they're athletic. Like I feel like they can match up with the receivers. But then I text you, I said, they can't stop the run for, for shit. Like This defensive line is just getting bullied. They can get after the quarterback, they can get TFLs, but they can't stop the run. But that's not a big deal because Colorado can't run. Well, guess what? Colorado had their best day running the football mm. versus USC. So if you can't stop Colorado from running the football, a team that doesn't have an offensive line, that doesn't even try and run the football. Try going to Notre Dame against a team with a massive running back that wants to pound it and pound it and pound it and yeah. pound it. So that to you me is all you need to know. Yes, yeah, just
4: oh, oh and and Aaron, pound it when it's wet and sloppy. Yeah. I mean, we're t- it's, oh. it's it's been raining oh, apparently. I, I heard oh, it's God. not supposed to be raining after kickoff time. But it's been raining like a couple inches, I think, uh, up till kickoff. (laughs) It's supposed to be in like the high 40s, low 50s. No, I'm saying like, bro, LA people don't handle bad weather well at all to begin with.
3: I just didn't know that I would have the dirty mind in this conversation. That'd be coming from me and not you, but whatever. Oh, no, no. Look, I knew what I was doing with wet and sloppy. I was just
4: being a little subtle and just moving on from it. But the point is, is it a good sex joke? Maybe, you know, maybe it's kind of funny to you. But it is a good football point, okay? I yes. do think that this is a kind of USC's nightmare going to the Midwest, South, and Indiana mm-hmm. for low fifties, high forties, and wet as hell. Like, yep. and 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 I'm someone who I feel like in my own, and I hate to be like, you know what? And I played in my day, but like I remember going to like Fayetteville for some of those Arkansas games, and it wasn't even bad weather. But I'm such a little warm boy from being in South Louisiana so long. It gets into the 40s, and I'm like, I don't know how to play. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel bad. And and things almost always went awry. So, yeah, Notre Dame's strengths line up directly with USC's uh, weaknesses. Um, The weather's in their favor. They're at home, and uh, they're hungry for a bounce-back win. This is a golden ticket opportunity for the Golden Domers. They win this game. Well, all of a sudden, nobody gives a fuck about Louisville anymore. You're good to go, Mm -hmm. and the fan base is happy again. The only thing is
3: the Caleb Williams factor.
4: Yeah, he's the best quarterback in the country. He's been
3: playing incredible. Him, you have to keep him in the pocket. You cannot let Caleb Williams, who is the best quarterback uh, that I've I've seen in the college ranks, of creating outside the pocket. When things yeah. break down, it's almost like he wants things to break down. And he was a little bit reckless during his time at Oklahoma. He got better last year. He's not as extreme this season, but like that's that's when the biggest plays happen. Like you cannot let him get outside the pockets. Like I don't really care in game like what the sack numbers look like. I want him to win the football game from within side. Because you talk about the weather, this receiving core last week you watched for USC two really was not getting off man coverage well. And, and Zachariah Branch yeah. is supposed to be back in this game. He practiced this week. We'll see oh. you know, what he looks like coming off the injury. But I, if you keep him. From creating those explosive plays when things break down, I think Notre Dame's defense is pretty darn good, man. Like, go back and watch, you know, the versus Ohio State. I know the quarterback difference is massive, but they matched up pretty well against those receivers for Ohio State.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, they, I, 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 that, I mean, that's the thing. The Notre Dame defense, we I, I think, is like yeah. very legitimate, right? And so it's a deal where, yeah, you're not going to completely stop Caleb Williams, but can you contain him? Uh, frosty Mug says the rain won't impact throwing that much. The gusts are the issue. I did always hear that from my old man, Aaron. He always said that like, you know, wet ball, whatever. I don't really care that the wind is when it really started
3: to problems. It depends. Oh, it depends on a hand size. I don't have, I'm a nine inch boy, like T bomb. My dad, so like, my dad doesn't have massive hands. Yeah. But I, I struggled more with wet than windy because if you can hmm. throw a spiral, with your boy over here, I, I had a nice tight spiral on my football you could cut the wind. Um, it's still a factor, 100%. I had more. I, me, personally, it's it's all personal. Me, personally, I, I had more trouble in the rain than I did wind. R- wind, I could care less.
4: <laughs> and So, John says, low 50s, high 40s, wet as hell. Goat Dog says, that's wet MILF weather. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be wet MILF weather in South Bend this weekend. That's actually, that's very funny to me. Um, all right, so oh, wait, but, but does this quote, last thing, does this quote from Lincoln Riley change your opinion, Aaron? Quote, talking about his defense. This is a much improved unit. There is no question about it. This is a unit that, when you talk about the top end potential, has a chance to really grow and get better fast. There's a lot of good things happening on this defense,
3: man. If you look at the numbers, they have improved from last year to this year. Like you cannot say it's as bad of a defense as it was a year ago. Uh, It just it's 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 we we talk about all the time. It's all about matchups. Like where's your weakness and compared to the other team's strengths. Notre Dame's a physical football team that wants to run it down your throat, and you're Mm -hmm. not that type of defense. You're not a defense that wants to get physical. You're not a defense that wants to tackle, and you've been run on almost every single game this season. It's just it does not fit your style at all.
4: Yeah, so Notre Dame was 30th in stop rate a couple of weeks ago. Uh, There's some teams 70% of the time. That has taken a huge ding. They're down to 59 and 65%. Uh, So it's been a bad couple of weeks for the Trojans. I just hope that I have somebody in my life in my corner like Lincoln Riley is there for his boy, Alex Grinch. Mm. Like that's that Mm. man's fucking homie. You ain't getting in between them, bro. No outs, no new friends. No new friends in
3: LA. Um, Does he make the trip? Yeah, back? I think. Notre Dame puts up forty points and uh, yes, SMA yes, yes. One seventy-five and two touchdowns. Yes. Does this is asking left on no. The no. Uh, no, no, bro.
4: Lincoln like, Riley loves love him. You home. don't do that to the homies. Hell no. I um, I think he got to. Okay, so team snap Six Notre Dame's going to win the game. Yep. Next on the list, to me, my favorite matchup of the day, the biggest matchup of the day, and that is the Oregon mm-hmm. Ducks traveling to Washington to take on the Huskies. Um, I'm not the best at analyzing this game, Aaron, so I'm going to lean on you because I am just looking through my heart. Uh, this is a pure emotion pick for me. Um. I've always loved the Huskies since last year. Uh, I bet on them a couple times. That's our relationship. I've always Harden loved them since like
3: two, two weeks ago. I've always yeah, loved Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
4: Okay. Well, time the fuck <laughs> out. Back in 2009, i made my first ever college start at Washington against Jake Locker and those Huskies. Very positive memories there. So shut up. And last year, made a couple bets on them early. They're coming through. Pinnock's is a lefty. I'm a lefty. Rocket arm. I have a rocket arm. And it just feels like we were born to be together and and so they've been my pick to win the pac 12 all year the uniforms are tight the style of play is tight the setting with the stadium right there on the water is tight the huskies are about to fucking
3: smoke the oregon ducks no chance no ch- yes oregon's the yes. better team oregon is the more complete football team it's gonna be an why? exciting game like the, why why yeah why they have tell better me defense. They have they? better defense they do they by how much By how much not that much and they're more physical football. The theme of this weekend for me in these big time matchups, see Bob, it's this is football. The more physical teams will win the football game. Oregon is the more physical football team when they played Colorado. I think Washington is going to
4: shock you. I think you Washington is going to shock you. What happened with USC
3: and Colorado and Oregon versus? I said it. Oregon has that dog in them. They want to beat the living. So crap you. No, 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 no. I have not Stop, seen it from though. no. Washington is a finesse football team. They don't want to run it. They just want to throw it. The defense is better than it were last year, but that, it's still not a, a, a world-beating defense by any means. Oregon is the more physical football team. Oregon is the more multiple football team. And Oregon has the better defensive football team. Plain and simple. I love Washington. I think these two teams are going to rematch in, in the Pac-12 championship when it's all said and done. But Oregon is the more complete football team. I will put my trust in them this week and even on the road. Washington's at 27
4: stop rate, 27th in the country. Oregon's a 76% stop rate.
3: Uh, Oregon gives up 11 points a game. Washington gives up 18. Tulsa, Michigan State, California, and Arizona.
4: Okay, so Oregon had one good showing against Colorado. I don't give a shit. They beat the hell out of everybody they Pretty played. Washington good. did. Pretty Pretty Ain't job. nobody got three receivers like Washington got. Why well, nobody else got I a agree. McMillan a pole. And now they're healthy uh, at
3: receiver. Uh, a a McMillan is back at receiver. I love. Wa- I, this is not me shitting on Washington. I love Washington. I love, Washington. I love Michael Penix Jr. I think the way in which he plays the game is tremendous. We think Washington, and we think all these deep shots. But to me, the most impressive thing when you watch him is his ability to take the underneath when it's not there and to throw it with accuracy on the right breast, we call it the right breastplate, to allow the receiver to catch and move away from the defender. He does the little things right with the accuracy that takes his game to another level. This will be an incredible challenge for Oregon, no doubt about it, 100%. This is the number one pass defense in the Pac-12. They only give about 4.8 yards per per, per attempt. They're really good on the back end. I just think when when, when I'm trying to think of a shootout right now, which defense do I trust the most to get one or two stops in this game? I trust Oregon's defense to to give me a stop compared to Washington's defense.
4: I think there's going to be more than one or two stops in this game. I think this is going to be a game in the 30s. I don't I'm think we hit the, the 40s. Um, What do you – I mean, you mm-hmm. just talk about how good the defenses are, and then you're like, oh, what do you uh, – who's the better quarterback out of Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr.? Hmm –
3: Mm, very minimal defense difference. I would say Penix a little bit more, not a ton though. Not a ton. Bo is great. Bo's creative. Bo is accurate. Bo can run the ball a little bit more effectively. I think that's something that's a little bit different from him. My, my Penix wants to beat you in the pocket. Penix wants to beat you with his accuracy. Mm-hmm. Bo, the, the, the offense is around him with the RPOs, the zone reads, get the ball of his hands quick. He's been accurate this season. He's taking care of the football. This is good. Both quarterbacks have been great. With two interceptions for for Penix, one interception for Bo. The question for Oregon, Bo, in big time games in the past, at times, and part of this is during his time in Auburn, where they were not a good football team, has turned the ball over. He's had he's had some bugaboos in that category. If he can take care of the football on the road this weekend, I would say that the 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 comparison of quarterbacks a coin flip at that point.
4: I. Think the Washington defense is gonna have something to say this week about how disrespected they've been uh in favor of an Oregon defense that also looks really good, but also is to, in my mind still kind of relatively untested as well. Um, and I believe in Kalen DeBoer. I really love what uh Dan Lanning has done. I love his pregame speech. We just talk about the Redwoods, the interconnected roots. but look, man, uh Kalen knows how to win championships. Okay, he's a three-time NAIA champion, a four-time GPack champion. Did you say? Oh, team, What does that matter? My point is, when he was on a level playing field with his peers, he brought teams that he coached to championships. He knows how to win big games. He knows what it takes. He went eleven and two last year, better than Oregon. Beat Oregon in Eugene. The only team who that like twenty tries. He Dan Landing just changed everything to the point where they're just going to come back and beat the Huskies now. Fuck up, out of here! Woo, Wolfpack baby, let's go! Huskies way. Can you put a side on, this?
3: A side duck on this? Duck down, duck down. Yeah, straight let's do up. it. Straight up.
4: All right, straight up. Money line straight bet. Up. Let's go. Money line bet. All right, we'll we'll bucks. we'll come to a monetary amount off air. Okay. You like to gamble more money than I do.
3: Um, <laughs> next on the list. <laughs> you said twenty five bucks. like a friendly little. Oh, you said
4: twenty five. Oh, we do twenty five. Yeah. I'm down twenty five. Okay. Yeah, that's great.
3: Okay. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates, JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit
0: JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you are an adult age 21 and older, And they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. It's the Kia
1: Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires.
2: Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always dive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7
4: 8 LSU-Auburn. Auburn traveling to Death Valley. Aaron, I dove into some Auburn film this morning, and I got to say this. I mean, it's still um, so. <laughs> they do, but I do think they're actually the best teams on the line of scrimmage that LSU's faced since Florida State. Yeah. It's a good defense. I think their offensive line is better than the Ole Miss offensive line, Arkansas offensive mm-hmm. line. I think their defensive line is actually pretty nasty. Yeah. Uh, I really like those interior two guys, 50 and 52. I'm blanking on their names right now. But um, when you combine the fact that LSU's defense is god-awful with the fact that Auburn's pretty salty on the lines – I saw him keep it close to Georgia. And LSU-Auburn is one of those magical college football rivalries that just creates bullshit every single year, no matter what. I like the Tigers to win this game because of the home factor. I am not going to be betting this game um, because I do not feel comfortable at all about LSU covering the eleven and a half.
1: and a half
3: I would... I would, I would, I would. I agree. Like Auburn's a good football. Like what's the, what's a word that they're, under- they're, 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 you know, what they are, bad. they're bought, they're, the, bought the
4: they're bought they in, they're bought in to me. Like, hell. like, like, like you watch the film and the skill positions, nobody really threatens you. Their leading receiver has like 180 yards, but mm-hmm. they fucking play hard. Like the receivers. Oh, you got to block. Their ass is blocking. Yeah. And the, the tight ends like, hard like as hell, the, the, yeah. the, the, the pre-snap movement. Like it's. It was impressive. It's impressive to me the amount of buy-in that Hugh Freeze has managed to
3: create there here in year one. Don't overthink it though. They are by far the better team, and the difference is going to be offense. Like right now, I, I get the "we play hard" mentality, but you're on the road. It's a night game in Tiger Stadium. It's going to be loud as hell. They, they, uh, that offense cannot be stopped. There's a difference. Like Georgia was on the road. And just to compare the two, because if you want to go talent to talent, Georgia was on the road and does not have the type of offense that LSU has right now. If Georgia did, I think that would have been a different game. LSU is right now, I would take LSU's offense over anyone in the country. Anyone in the country. There's not an offense playing as well right now as LSU when it comes to being able to do everything. You can talk about Washington in their passing game, you can talk about Oregon that we just talked about, but LSU's ability to run and throw the football, and plus they have, I think, far superior offensive line than Washington does. They're the best yep. offense in America at home. That offense will put up in the high forties against Auburn. Are you telling me that Auburn's going to score in the thirties? I know LSU's defense sucks. Auburn's offense is not scoring in the thirties versus LSU.
4: No, no, They're no, then. But I could see Auburn scoring in the twenties. 31, 21 against that good you don't Auburn think, defense. Maybe you don't
3: think LSU's offense, which is scored. 72, 41, 34, 49, 49. Ain't going to score even in the low 40s at home? I guess, yeah. I mean,
4: very good. You know, maybe I'm just too close to it. And so You're I'm letting close. like fear overcome me. But it it's honestly that defensive line,
3: you know? I, LSU has just had but their. Have we, ways. Have, we not, have we not talked about how lead LSU's office? I mean, literally, no. Aaron Taylor texted me after after our show yesterday. He said, "Can you please tell Georgia fans to get off my ass about not voting for Georgia to win the Joe Moorehead Award?" I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> you ain't gonna worry about this year. Like, their offense line's been good, but you know, not as dominant as maybe we were hoping. And you know, we'll see what the rest of the season looks like." I said, "But put," I said, "I'm putting putting a name out there right now that you need to take a look at." I said, "You need to look at LSU's offensive line." Yeah. So I mean, they're, no, they're awesome. I think I think you're too close to it. I think you No, no.
4: All I'm time. saying, all I'm saying is the one time LSU's offensive line struggled this year was against Florida State. And Auburn is not, and granted they were other, you know, it's whatever, first game season. Auburn is not that, but they are the best line that they faced since then. And so I just wonder does LSU look as overwhelming and incredibly dominating up front as they have the last few games? Because I think it's a pretty good defensive. Like, like this will yeah. be a great barometer Aaron because you still got Alabama coming if you're a Tiger fan that's going to be an incredible front seven and you still got AM coming who's probably the best front seven in the entirety of the SEC this the, year the,
3: the only thing the, the one thing that should should worry you and this is it is the fact that you're coming off back-to-back road games you lost one to Ole Miss you had a tough one versus Missouri and Auburn's coming off a bye week
4: yeah that's fair I'm not really uh, like, worried me, about like, the setting
3: though Like that, I guess, I mean, to me, that would be my only, in my mind trying to make an excuse of why this game could be closer. Auburn's got fresh legs. I do think Hugh Freeze is a hell of a coach. Have they made certain adjustments during the bye week? Have they improved, had some more time to watch some film? You know, LSU's kind of gone through a roller coaster for the past two weeks of, of, of those games. You know, do you maybe come out a little bit slow and tired? And Auburn kind of makes it close in the first half? I I'm kind of see, so worry. when
4: I view setting, I kind of view the opposite. I think you've been on the road four or six games this year, and I think you're so excited to be at home. And I think it's gonna be a six p.m. crowd where everybody's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be LSU only reaches the mythological death valley one or two times a year, and this is gonna be one of them. So yeah. so I like the setting. Like that's what actually pushes me across the finish line. I just I'm too scared to play the cover, man. I'm too scared. You play it. You play it, and then give me part of the winnings. No. Um, yeah, as, as a friend. Right. Uh okay, but we we do both think that LSU wins. Beats Otter. Yes. We agree there. Yep. All right. Next on the list, final game. Miami traveling to Chapel Hill to take on North Carolina. Um, mm, we mentioned a get out of jail free card. This is a golden, even more so than what we mentioned earlier. Uh, this like if Miami can bounce back and win this game, honestly, it almost fully erases the entire Georgia Tech debacle. The flip side is if you no, because you you control your own destiny again. You control your own destiny again. Yeah, but Absolutely, still,
3: but do you, do you, we don't trust Mario Cristobal anymore? We still think he's just uh, no, no
4: no, 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 no. But what I'm talking about is football, college football, especially is the ultimate. What have you done for me lately? I'm not saying we yeah. have to trust Cristobal, right? But the team would buy back in, his fans would buy back in, and Miami would have actually legitimate goals to continue to play for. If they lose this game, it all fucking crumbles. Yeah. One loss turns into two. You have no more hope for an ACC championship. It is stunning everything that is on the line for the
3: Miami Hurricanes thanks to that awful decision last week. Yeah, it's either you're going to get you know, a, a 75% filled-out stadium versus Clemson the following week, uh, or it's going to be 50% filled up. So I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you're battling uh, just still crazy.
4: Tyler Van Dyke, second highest
3: graded quarterback in the country this year, according to PFF. He is. Uh, I, I, the one where we talk about A&M and that, that being a sexy win in week two, does, does Jalen Milrow going off throwing the football against A&M on the road, not at home, on the road, Diminish anything that that Van Dyke has done this season because we keep telling like, oh my god, go back to that A and M game, go back to that A and M game. Look, look, look what he did throwing the football versus A and M, and he looked really good in that game. But if Jalen Milrow can put up those numbers against the same defense on the road, I think Jalen Milrow is better than he was
4: though earlier this year.
3: Yeah, but that A and M secondary is just it's 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 suspect. So I'm not I'm not trying to like just go back and say, hey, this is the same Tyree Van Dyke that we saw last year. I do think he has improved. I'm just saying that, like that went all of a sudden, and, and 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 what you did offensively throwing the football isn't as. Oh my God! Wow, this offense and this passing attack is unbelievable. I do think UNC is is much better and much improved on the defense side of the football. Yeah. I think Drake May is by far the superior quarterback. Like, like you asked me earlier about the Washington Oregon game of like who's the better quarterback. I think both those guys are pretty close. Different style of games, but like I I, I would take any of them in battle, um, and I would. I think both of them are going to have great games. I still am hesitant at times to say Dr- Tyler Van Dyke can go out there and win consistent big-time football games, where I know Drake May is is that type of ball player, and he's got all of his weapons on offense. They had their, their, their best performance of the year last year, or last week for, for Syracuse. I think you're going to get a North Carolina team right now that views themselves as a legitimate playoff contender. I think they win this game. I think they cover.
4: Yeah, I think UNC smashes, and I'm with you. I'm taking them to cover as well. Uh, Tez Walker back, everything you just said. They seem to be finding their their flow. Fourth best scoring defense in the ACC, sub-20. Now, for what it's worth, I think Miami actually has the best scoring offense and best scoring defense in the ACC right now. Maybe they're like second or third. It's a good
3: football team. It's a really good football
4: team. Everything just feels like it's coming up UNC right now. I fully expect Mm -hmm. UNC to make... Uh, the ACC championship and be squaring up with Florida State. So uh, give me Drake, Main company to win this game. Uh, no, I'm sorry, John. Uh, we do not have time to do co- top 10 PFF grades today. Um, unfortunately, it's just going to remain something that we continue to talk about, but never actually address. I mean, look, how about this? Next week, we'll update the grades and uh, we can get to it then. The real shocking thing on that list was that Caleb Williams wasn't on there. It was Penix yeah. one at like a 93. Then it was Van Dyke. Then it was Daniels. I wonder if it's uh, the way
3: he plays. Yeah, that that's what me and Jake
4: kind of tried to, to math out this morning. Yeah. That it's just he's he's like PFF's going to grade you. They want you to be like in the pocket and doing like your, you yeah. know, your traditional quarterback. Through your
3: reads yeah, yeah, exactly. Like what's K. Patrick Williams, Holmes, A little too wild. Where's Patrick Mahomes in his grade? I'm interested to see what that is. because obviously very similar, very similar playing styles. I wonder how they view his game when it comes to grading out. Uh um, they color up they come they color outside the lines, man. Like Caleb colors outside the lines. Like you yeah. want him to be an A plus student and force him to color in the lines.
4: BA says, so the only upset we picked is USC. Uh out of these games. Well, no,
3: Aaron likes Great. Oregon. Aaron likes Oregon. I like Oregon. And first off, USC is not. I thought Notre
4: Yeah, and Dame's actually favored. Notre Dame's favored. So no. The only upset that I picked is um, Aaron's, uh, excuse me, is. uh, You didn't. No, I didn't. No, the only upset we I picked, did. yeah, it was Aaron picking Oregon. So. Yep. Huge thank you to everybody. Huge. Oh, hey, and a big congratulations. Should have started mm-hmm. our guy, Ryan Brumley, now a father. Uh, shout out family Brumley, you know, love, uh, to, to the wonderful mother and dad and everything. And a huge thank you and shout out to Chris Tran and Pat Gunther for running the show in his stead. Christian Hunter, Adam Grassi, Danny Cardenas in the back end. Uh, thank you all so much for hanging out with us here and, uh, please look like subscribe. All those sorts of things are always bugging you about. It helps the show. The road to seven K continues. Remember Every day we're here live on youtube.com slash at volume snaps, noon central, one Eastern. We love you, and uh, we will see you this weekend. I don't think we have our plans exactly nailed down yet. We'll have our gambling show with Colin Wilson drop tomorrow. Colin has been on fire, guys. So make sure you listen to Colin. I'm telling you, he is on fire right now, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. We love you, and we'll see you later for some more snaps.